0: Way down in West Virginia, there's some people who are one of a kind. They don't need nothing from nobody, cause they're already doing fine. You got Castle Lathkins hunching, and Maine means raising hell. The legend of B. Ray White. Will never die like a rebel, yeah. And old Jess dancing in his daddy's shoes. Yeah, old hassle still hunching out them Boone county blues. The legend of D. Ray White Will never die like a rebel Bertie May White, she's the strongest woman that I've ever met in my life. She raised over twenty-four of her own and had to watch her hug.
1: Like a rebel, yeah. Well welcome to incendiero Radio. You're speaking to uh, well you're not speaking to anybody you're listening to Lark in Texas and I'm filling in for Robert Rayold tonight. Robert had a, a family event he wanted to attend and so he asked me to fill in And so it's been a while that I had a chance to visit with y'all so I thought I'd take the opportunity. You're listening to org. This is Incendiary Radio, September 18th, 2022 And uh, I'm going to uh, share with y'all some information about my new website in this first hour We're going to open up the phone lines for the second hour And uh, I'd really like to hear what y'all have to say That number is... uh I think it's 512-248-8252. And uh, you could find that at republicbroadcasting.org right there on the homepage, that phone number. Uh, if you don't have recallins, you can dial 800-313-9443. Now, some of y'all may be familiar with my voice. I started on uh, RBN about 2009 as a caller and i used to harass all the hosts or at least most of them and sometimes i would call two and three times a day because i just discovered this new toy that i could actually call in to something besides rush limbaugh or c-span and my call wouldn't be screened and i could actually speak to the host and the guest on the air and i thought well what a novel idea this is grant because by then, I had quite a bit on my mind and things that I wanted to get off my chest and things that I wanted to say that were not being said. I was a late adapter to the internet. I didn't get on till uh, 2004. I was uh, a business person in those years. And uh, in less than two years, I closed my business. And all of a sudden, I was freed up with a lot of time on my hands. And this new toy called the internet afforded me the opportunity to start connecting some dots, and at least attempt to get some answers to some questions that I've had all my life that were never answered. And I'm sure a lot of you have experienced the same kind of thing. Now, my own journey is that uh, I actually dropped out of the system in 1997. The White Coats had murdered my mother in 96. I moved back to Texas in 1990 from the Pacific Northwest. So for about nine years, I spent most of that time in Seattle before that, Portland, Oregon, and then San Francisco. And I started my journey in San Francisco in 81 from Fort Worth, Texas. And we thought my dad was dying. In 1990, so I didn't want my mom to have to be alone to have to deal with that on her own. At the time, only my little sister was still living in Fort Worth. And uh, so anyway, what happened is, is that uh, it turns out that my stepfather did indeed have about two-thirds of his stomach removed because they said that he had stomach cancer. We didn't learn until after the fact, after that cancer was removed, that what he had instead was a duodenal ulcer. He had an ulcer that could have been cured with uh, an ordinary round of antibiotics. About a month later, I was reading the newspaper and I realized that there had been a spate of these kinds of misdiagnoses and operations around the country and uh that's when i realized because i had realized these things back in the 70s that these hospitals these doctors were simply trying to cash in on a diagnosis that would pay out a lot more money from the insurance companies they didn't give a damn that they took a man who was a former fullback in school and reduced him to 140 pound weakling the rest of his life, he had to eat five and six little tiny meals a day because he didn't have much of a stomach. And so anyway, this happened in 1990, after I had reluctantly moved back to Fort Worth, Texas. I'm not even really a native, but my family had moved here. We were military family in 1969, and so that's where my, my roots really were. But, uh, so anyway, tonight I'm going to share with you my favorite C word, because I know a lot of you have grown tired of hearing me talk about it. And uh, I want to point you to my website, and I'm going to share with you my most recent entry at this website, so that perhaps you can get a feel for why I keep talking about this C word. This word, of course, is communitarianism. And the light bulb moment for me, personally, was when I I realized its connection to communitarian law. That's the new law of the European Union. And this is a law that was 70 years in the making. And so I'm thinking, what is communitarian law? I'm not really getting a lot of information in my newspapers on the television you know as a business person i didn't have a whole lot of time to read those years uh, you know 12 years prior that i'd had that business and uh so i started looking into it and i again that light bulb moment for me was these three trade agreements and looking at the language contained therein And going all the way back to Bretton Woods, to those GATT treaties, you know, CAFTA, NAFTA, you know, et cetera, et cetera, the WTO event in Seattle in 1999, and just looking at the language of these things, and then looking at the curricula in the schools, because a lot had changed since I went to school. Uh, especially the universities and actually i was kind of shocked by what i was seeing i was reading mission statements that said uh, that they were going to turn out change agents and global citizens well what did that portend? global citizens and change agents you can still read them today go online to any university and read the mission statement of that particular university. And so I've had a lifelong interest in education because my late mother was, uh, she was that English teacher from hell that some of you might have had. She was the one that was teaching us how to diagram sentences before we ever entered kindergarten. Because she thought English and understanding the English language was terribly important. And uh, it has served me well, I have to admit, over the years. And naturally, too, I was shocked by the curriculum in the uh, elementary school grades and how they're teaching reading today and how they just kind of gloss over phonics and sentence, sentence diagramming and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, how can these people be... Schooled or educated in how to think. It seems to me that they're being educated in what to think. And sure enough, my investigations over the years have borne that out. And I'm thinking, okay, well, it has to be this new technology. You don't have to know all these dates and memorize all these things because everything is at the, at the at your fingertips. It's it's on your laptop your smartphone your personal computer if you have a question just look it up you don't need to think for yourself anymore because this is for the stupid people that are not plugged in and when i say plugged in i mean that literally so anyway the web address is tinyurl.com forward slash larkin texas easy to remember or just do a search three words lark in texas and you'll you'll find me you'll find this new site i've had it up for a couple of years now but what you what you need to know about it is i've tried to present a short course i mean the cliff notes for why you need to know about this c word why should you care what is it and uh, what is this connection to communitarian law? Communitarian law, in light of the fact that it's the new law of the European Union, and it's written as a, uh, a clause, a contract clause in these free trade agreements and in many of these uh, contractual agreements between multinational corporations doing business around the world. So, in other words, if you have a contract dispute between two major corporations, or three or four, and such a dispute requires adjudication in a court of law, which law will hold? Well, you know how it is. We are steeped in constitutional law and uh, common law. And all kinds of law, but hardly anybody talks about international law these days, if you haven't noticed. And so we have to ask ourselves, well, did that ever go away? I don't think so. The evidence points out that international law has always been with us, and yet we don't discuss it. So this means that what's happening is, is this thing called communitarian law is being overlaid and superimposed over and upon all other laws within nation states around the world. And in a time of hyper-connectedness, our connection with the internet, we can almost communicate in real time. The world is a much smaller place. But see, we're not seeing this and we're not talking about this. You know, well, I've got my rights, you know, I've got my constitution, and I kind of know what those Bill of Rights are. You know, uh, free association, free speech, and uh, uh, right to due process, right to have a lawyer. Then there's something mixed in there about Miranda rights, and uh, the right to keep and bear arms, and it just goes on and on. And it seems rather murky, because we weren't really actually taught these things in school. In fact, when you look back, you weren't really taught anything that was really worth a piddly damn that was actually important. We didn't learn how to take care of our bodies. We didn't learn how to navigate this life. We didn't learn about the law. We didn't learn about the nature of contracts. Because, see, contract law never goes away. No matter what kind of law exists, contract law never goes away. Once again... tinyurl.com forward slash Larkin, Texas. My new entry went up just a couple, three days ago and it's titled Three Cs and a Few Words More. And this was inspired by some friends of mine talking about the three Cs which front, which begin an entry at the same website called Nine Words. Because see, nine words for me, it is a blueprint, it's a model That I designed so that I could rely on as few a word as possible To help me come to center As I'm going to share with you right now So this is three C's and a few words more Number one, compliant Number two, complacent Number three, complicit. Here I present you three C words and three words more. Complacent, complacence, or complacency. So anyway, wait just a cotton-picking minute. If you're hearing this and not reading this, how are you hearing this word complacent? If you're reading it, you can see number one, two, three, compliant, complacent, complicit. Remember, these are the three words that you have to know what they mean, and then you have to ask yourself, are you part of the problem, or are you part of the solution? Well, complacent in this way, in this spelling, is quite a bit different, as I read on, you'll soon see. Complacent, spelled C-O-M-P-L-A-C-E-N-T, or complacence, or complacency refers to intellectual lethargy or to laziness. People can be lazy in their thinking in terms of how they process information. They can be impetuous, having this mad habit of constantly jumping to conclusions without bothering to entertain additional, even necessary, questions that require more expenditure of their time, when finally considering, or shall we say reconsidering, the new results of a more thorough, more rigorous, and exacting examination. People may be wrongheaded, but by and large, I don't think they're slowing down in terms of how busy their brain synapses are colliding back and forth, racing to and fro, tossing about words when thinking this or that. And yet hardly can this seemingly normal activity be described as owing to lethargy. Remember, laziness. However simple-minded and riddled with error their thinking might be. In my thought processing, it's why I eliminated that particular C word for consideration almost immediately. Remember, complacency or complacence meaning intellectual lethargy. This is why the word I chose instead was the explicit word, either complacent, complacence, or complacency. But now, spelled C O M P L A I S A N T or complacence, or complacency, depending on its usage in a sentence. This is a word implying gregariousness. It suggests that one is gregarious. One who is complacent is given to complacency and displays a general willingness to be sociable. This person is often mostly forgiving, agreeable, but he or she shows a habitual tendency toward complacence, of going along just to get along. It's a personality type with which we are all too familiar. So going back, three C's, the first three words, nine words which I suggest are ways that you can overcome slave speak and we're gonna get to that and also overcome what I call communitarian code speak with this in mind reconsider these three C's in a new light the idea behind this exercise exists free yourself from slave speak and communitarian code speak think Coded language. Orwellian newspeak. But more on this to come. Dare I say. The astonishment of wisdom. So by beginning my own list of nine words with the three C's. Is it all important when considering whether it can be made workable or not? Remember what's the whole point. Of this model. Called nine words. Which I'm going to share with you directly. It's to free yourself. From all the wrong-headed thinking that you and I have engaged in all of our lives. So that we can get down to brass tacks and get real about this life, this world. In a time of instant communication. In a time when we consume more media, especially electronic media, than any other people in human history. We are bombarded with words, much more so than when I was even a child, even a young adult. Ask yourself, do you yourself exhibit any one of the traits or match the of what might well describe you? Would you say you were part of the problem or are you part of the solution? Again, are you compliant, complacent? And or complicit. Because if you're one, you're probably all three. You've heard that story about how we point our fingers, our index fingers. That's the one that done it. That's the problem. This group, that group, this person, that person. This phenomenon, that phenomenon. That's the problem. That's the source of all my angst, all my anxiety, all my troubles but there's always three fingers pointing back at ourselves. So with that in mind, we'll soldier on. And here in this article, three scenes and three words more. And a few words more is a link to nine words, of course. And then this sentence, all outbound links included within this entry are crucial to fully making clear its content. Remember, Communitarianism is, one, a philosophy, two, an ideology, three, a language, four, a resource and asset management system, five, a religion, and six, a law. So you have to understand, or at least take note, what's the difference between a philosophy and an ideology? A religion and a law And what do you mean a language And a system Just as it can likewise be described as a political, cultural, or even a socioeconomic system Here I have an asterisk by this word socioeconomic It didn't used to exist It It wasn't in a dictionary when I was a boy It is the rapidly emerging present-day system of totalitarianism we are suffering under. So, is communitarianism a synonym for totalitarianism? Absolutely. Which ultimately denies one the right to privacy. That's first and foremost. And to stake his or her claim to ownership of property. Privacy and property always work together unaccompanied by duties and responsibilities. Here we must consider that property which is your body, your mind, the psychophysical being that is the temple of your soul. It's the fruit of your own labor, the place where one hangs his or her hat up at night, since it is thought that a man's home is his castle, however grand, be it humble or mean. If a man or a woman cannot own property under any construction of law, then that person is a slave. And may I say techno-slave, and we'll get to that in a moment. Meaning that he or she is, in actual fact, the real-life property of another, or of some distant others, perhaps ever the more nebulous community, quote-unquote. And answerable now to what? To whom? to god men or ghosts stolen away inside a machine if a man or a woman cannot own property then one is forced to assume the role of an interloper a squatter a trespasser than a beggar if he or she is even to survive the ability to ever realize their fullest human their fullest human potential has sadly now been lost It's as if they'd all been sentenced to living life in prison and in lockdown, subject now to round-the-clock surveillance. Sound familiar? As they were finally all made slaves to a mental construct meted out by their betters. Why, but of course, some animals are more equal than others. So first about that word, socioeconomics. That word is known as a neologism Or a portmanteau. It was First coined and allegedly attributed To Amitai Etzioni And Mikhail Gorbachev See if you're going to find that in the dictionary Encyclopedia I don't think so So here we have it guys What do we stand to lose Because we're at war And we're going to soon see How we're at war Why we're at war What kinds of warfare are we talking about? What we stand to lose is privacy and property. And that means the ownership, the claim of ownership over your own body, your own mind, the fruits of your labor, and the place you hang your hat up at night. I think this is pretty serious. So to continue, the nine words entry you see is similar to Lark on communitarianism in the sense they are not solely my own reflections on these matters. They are built on words, and most I didn't invent. It is my attempt at fashioning a model or a blueprint for how one can reverse engineer this panopticon, this model prison, we presently find ourselves ensnared. My theory, being simple, is that coming to standard requires as few a word as possible in order that these fewer words can more easily be called to mind. To remember in the midst of the withering onslaught of inconsequential clutter or chatter. As I put it, the exercise is designed to take us back to first principles through a time when our perceptions of the world were still comparatively new. Before we had been too terribly socialized. Before we had developed the vocabulary to really start messing things up. And to a time when we would escape from all the noise, the distractions, and all those buzzing confusions, however briefly, so that we could let our thoughts drift in solitude, in daydream, silent revelry, or sheer exultation. We'll pick up after this break
2: and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's repub one
3: Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible?
1: I think Sam is rocking out. Okay. Welcome back. Uh, Thanks, Robert, for allowing me to sit in for you tonight. I know I'm an old guy. I'm 68, and uh, I'm a little old school, and I'm not nearly as cool as uh, a lot of the hosts on the network, and especially Robert. Uh, One of these days, Robert, we're going to have to talk about music, because I think we could enjoy that conversation. I do like your music, Robert. So anyway, anyway, what we're talking about here, guys, is, uh, and you can read this, you can follow along with me, tinyurl.com forward slash Texas. You don't have to put up with me too much anymore these days, in case you haven't noticed. But this, this information is not going away. I hate to break it to you. It's solid stuff. Remember, I've been at this for 18 years. I'm I'm not trying to sell you on anything. I have nothing to sell you. Remember I say that these entries are not entirely my own. They're, they're built on words. And I'm very interested in language and how it impacts upon us. I'm very concerned about that young boy or girl now and into the future. That will no longer be able to have the kinds of opportunities that I've had in my life Because of this new system that has a name You can call it all kinds of names Okay But it's communitarianism Why? Because it's tied to communitarian law at the hip And hopefully we're going to touch upon that tonight so you can understand Why this is so We're not talking about anything but reality Here I'm kind of big on it So remember The idea For This blueprint called nine words Is as though you can somehow Reverse engineer Where you are today Rediscover how it is You got to where you are today And imagine how You might have dreamt your destiny left to your own devices when you were eight or nine years old. Remember, my theory is a simple one. It involves this thing called coming to center. Because it requires as few words as possible. Remember, with fewer words, that's... Your words to have to remember When you want to come to center So I previously read About first principles Going back to a time when we didn't have the vocabulary we have today When we were children And we had dreams And we had an opportunity to break away from our siblings, from our parents, from our friends. And we had a chance to think and reflect. And remember, we could be daydreaming. We could, we could be in silent, silent revelry. You know, we could, uh, be having fantasies, sheer exultation. Doesn't matter. The fact is, is that our thoughts were ours. We were in solitude. We were alone. We imagine how wondrous and fulfilling our lives could be. If only we could find the time to work some things out for ourselves. So how would we find our place in it, this life? Could we turn those dreams into reality? In the 60s, Come to Center was regarded as desirable if one wished to be more focused and grounded in. In this reality The opposite Was to embark on a path that was described As a self-destruct trip Or a devil-may-care journey of, say Wanton lust Or one could just as easily call it Wanderlust acted out in haste As if there were no tomorrows Or consequences But I encourage you to create your own blueprint. In order to make it better fit your circumstances So as to better fit your personal set of values And the same for my listing of isms I know a lot of people joke and say is really down with these isms isn't he Not really The only reason I keep talking about communitarianism And communitarian law is because so few others do And I'm into reality Here I include a link To the title Larkon Communitarianism Same website tinyurl.com Forward slash Larkon Texas But I also include a list Of the ism book List of ism words Definitions Of words ending in ISM And So what is an ism word well, anytime you see that word or a word ending in that suffix, ISM, it simply means school of thought. School of thought. Remember, two in every school of thought, well, you will always find variants of opinion. It's simply a way to category a particular type of thinking. And so they created a word for that, and it's called an ism word. The one criterion that I adhere to in my list of isms, mark on communitarianism, do a search, you can find it, was that a particular ism just could not be excluded from the list for someone to be able to comprehend communitarianism fully. So in other words, I tried to be as concise yet also comprehensive as I knew how. Since it's actually a radically new form of totalitarianism, some have called the third way, it was tailor-made to fit this new information age, as it was collaboratively designed to be imperceptibly impregnable and obscurus, because it was intended that few will even be capable of Fathoming its depth. Remember, the classic marker for any totalitarian system being that it, capital I T, hint, hint, postulates the worldview of a quote unquote elaborate ideology. So when you look up that word totalitarianism, I conclude a link at this website for your convenience. It's colored, it's characterized universally as being an elaborate ideology. And remember, an ideology is different from a philosophy. You heard me mention the third way. Well, that's what they were calling it back in the 70s, 80s, and the 90s. Nikki Rapana, the oldest article you can find of hers on the internet that was written just before 9-11 was called Understanding the Third Way. If you do a search right now, Understanding the Third Way, it'll pop up. That was written before 9-11. And by the way, Nikki Rapana <clears throat> passed away on June 15th this year, age 65. Her and her daughter, this since 1999 People like Joan Vion Were onto this back in 1998 And believe you me I have an article Pulled up right now It's called Libertarianism as Communitarianism It was published in 1994 You can still find it on the internet Libertarianism as Communitarianism 1994, it was published at the uh, FEE website, FEE, org, uh Foundation for Economic Education. Fairly respectable website. And then in 1996, you can still find it today, the ABCs of communitarianism. The ABCs of communitarianism. Do a search, it's there, 1996. Fareed Zakaria, you might recognize his name. He's a host on CNN, Sunday talk show. Fareed Zakaria, GPS, Global Public Square. So now I include a link to Communitarianism First Things First, another entry. Remember, we're reading from something called Three C's and a Few Words More. But let me just tell you right now, the word word is spelled W-Y-R-D. Oops. Keep in mind that I'm sharing these thoughts with you in hopes you will be able to improve upon my ham-fisted delivery. I characterize it as such simply because I have been unable to attract any serious, sustained discussion over these past 18 years and there are good reasons for this i'm sure some of you are specially trained as i understand it to be teachers whereas i am not and so therefore i think of you as potentially being the superior more skilled and effective communicators others of you are what i regard as the consummate techies with a firm grasp of how all these grin technologies were designed Genetics, robotics, information, nanotech, grin, tyranny with a smiley face. In fullest force and effect to eventually and literally enslave us all, which is why I include you too in this discussion. By the way, if you want to put this information in the hands of a child, You do yourself a favor I'm talking about somebody Eight, nine, ten years old I can promise you They might be interested in this material Whereas probably you are not Because after all You're middle-aged and older And you already, uh, you know You know everything already The knowledge and the wisdom each one of you possesses collectively far exceeds my own. Please don't ever feel obligated to reach out. I'm favoring you with my thoughts because it feels good to express them among strangers I also admire. And so, as you can see, it's foolhardy and it's selfish on my part. But the miracle you are even hearing me now. This is reason enough for me to extend this admiration. So take what you read here, what you will, and then disregard the rest. I leave it for you to decide. At the end of the day, what you do with all this chicken scratching is really all that matters. If you're brand new to this website, I can suggest you start with this entry and this one at my website, tinyurl.com forward slash Texas. This entry begins with an asterisk. You can't help it. See it. On the first page that you come to, it's not a complicated site. I'm not a complicated person, especially as it concerns technology. The title is On Communitarianism, Collected Musings, April 2020. That was about the day I finally decided to put some of my collected writings, my emails together and and kind of bring things up to date. Because frankly, I had an older website that when I first began my journey as a talk radio host in 2011, here on RBN, that web address was called... Uh, LarkinTexas.blogspot.com And the title of it was Just an American But again a play on words y'all Just an American J-U-S-T-A N-U-M-E-R-I-C-A-N And you can look at my show notes For every broadcast I ever did That way you didn't have to be troubled So I suggest that you come back to this page often and do pick up where you left off. I conclude this by saying, at the end of the day, absorb all of these words. Spelled W-Y-R-D-S. Repurpose them and then make them your own. This is the only way you're ever going to feel comfortable with this material. Suit yourself. But you need to know that you have an enemy And your enemy In fact the enemy could just as easily be you yourself The enemy of you That word is communitarianism Because it reflects the thinking of all the smart guys out there That have brought us to this point in time It's significance Is that it's attached to a law A law Which you don't know about Because nobody on your TV tells you about it Nobody in your city newspaper tells you about it You have no friends that will tell you about it Or know about it Nobody talks about this at the water cooler Down at the coffee shop or the tavern There's a reason Why they don't postscript. The English language words, word, W-O-R-D, and word, W-Y-R-D, have fascinating etymologies. See if you agree. Somewhere in time, there was a beginning. Word, way, plural, whole, world, sword, war, word, weird, seed, voice, command. The word is that which is written on the heart. Hearers of it are pointed the way. To some it is a command. To others it is an ever-present voice. I think of words, I think of steeds. I think of words, I think of songs. I think of signs and the symbols of sights and sounds, voices and smells, touches and tastes, the myriad perceptions of wonderment, which tell me just how lovely this can all be. This glorious feeling of simply being alive. Some signs and symbols of language I've internalized, but now they're as digested. And they've come apart from that which I once imagined was me. These words were and still are contract, well being, economy. Where once they had fueled my hunger for nourishment and for healing, today they hold me altogether. These are words delivered with a kind of sing song cadence. Another man's words might not serve me so well. And here I include links to the uh, etymology online, E-T-Y-M, online, dot com, I think, yes. E-T-Y-M, online, dot com. To the words Word, W-O-R-D, and W-Y-R-D Also to the Wikipedia entry for both And to a, a source called Llewellyn.com Do you know the antonym or the opposite of this word? Word? Ten years ago, I wondered about this too to my surprise, that word then was pleasure. Imagine that. Today, however, its opposite is silence. And where do we find that? A website, oppositeword.com. Opposite-word.com. And finally, three Cs and a few words more. A link to the etymology of words and their histories so anyway with that reading y'all I wanted to signal my interest in language and how important it is you're never going to get me shut up about communitarianism now when 10 million people are talking about this at the same time on the same day then perhaps I can rest at 68 though i gotta tell you i'm not sure it's even going to happen in my lifetime but you want to know something it's up to us to leave some footprints for our progeny and those that come after us we need to signal to them that a few of us were actually onto them what happened to us where we were Where we are today How did we get here What happened It happened because of our thinking Slavery always begins in the mind Always It begins in the mind So anyway I'm going to share with you the titles of these other entries at this website because I want y'all to be familiar with it. I want you to learn from them. I don't ask much. I just want you to get, I mean, you're already as smart or smarter than I am. That I have no doubt. Now, take what I've learned in 18 years, add it to what you know, and guess what? You're powerful. You have power that you never imagined. If you're an American, I'm going to be proud to call you my brother or my sister. If you go to my website again, tinyurl.com forward slash Larkin, Texas, or do a search, Larkin, Texas. You'll see this most recent entry that I supplied only two or three days ago. Three C's and a few words more. But right below that is something that takes all of two minutes to read. It's called trust your gut. Trust your gut. If all else fails. Trust your gut. It's more hardwired into us, these things, instinct. And intuition than anything having to do with language Language, ladies and gentlemen Is a contrivance of man Instinct and intuition Is something else altogether It's been with us much longer Next entry is on futilitarianism And radical honesty Then nine words On eugenics and U, sociality. EU sociality EU sociology. what is that quite important next century, the coalescence of cybernetics what's cybernetics whatever we're talking about let's look at this timeline did y'all know that there's such a thing as a timeline of communitarianism do a search culturemagic.org timeline of communitarianism You'll see it quite fascinating. Then you're going to see the art of memetics. What is memetics? What is meme theory? Why is the Department of Defense and big media so concerned about memetic engineering and meme wars, memetic warfare? Why? Patrick Henry on stealing their liberty by ambuscade. Ambuscade is ambush. Patrick Henry, corrupt practices and misuse of power by the presidents of the United States. You think you know the true history of this country? Or wherever you are in this world? There's a whole lot of history. That you never learned about As compared to that which you think you learned Whose history? I bet you there's a lot of history Of individuals Throughout time Whose stories never got brought forward to today We never learned about their histories They had stories to tell too Then and now Medieval feudalism versus corporate feudalism Magneto, biology, and organisms Okay, we're going to take your phone calls after the break I'll uh, announce the phone number after the break because I don't remember it Hold on